You're listening to The Local Bar Podcast with your host, Chad Alexander. Come on in. We have a lot of friends we want you to meet. Well, hello there. From beautiful downtown Charleston, South Carolina, this is The Local Bar. I'm your host, Chad Alexander, and of all the places you could be, you've decided to spend some time with us today. For that, we're incredibly grateful. How you doing? Local Bar can be found on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartMedia. If you want to send an email to the show, chad at localbarmedia.com is where you can be a part of the show. You can find us at localbarmedia.com as well. And if you want to support the show, patreon.com slash localbar where you go to keep us loud, live, and independent. Hope you're doing well. I'm uh, on the road this week. I'm down in Charleston doing a little bit of work and um, uh, had, a, had a, a couple of days to sit and think about the interview that I had today. I am, I am extremely excited about bringing you this interview. It was a, it was a very fun one. It, it took all day for us to do, and uh, we absolutely had a blast. I look forward to bringing that to you here in a minute. I, I want to say thank you. To those of you that have written emails uh, saying that you really enjoyed the interview with Zuby uh, a couple weeks ago, that was a very fun interview to do. Um, that was kind of a it was it was a neat moment for me. I was if you if you heard the Brian Brushwood show last year, there was something that Brian said in the interview about how he started getting on like major national TV just by asking and saying, "Hey, can I come on?" And I, he was surprised who. You know, I think Ricky Lake was one of the first places he ever was on. He said, hey, I'd like to come on and be on your show. And they're like, sure. You know, you hear a lot of no's, but you never know who says yes. And I've uh, I've read a good bit about Zuby. I, I, I heard some of his music. I read a little bit about him, his message, his his, his positivity that he just exudes. And I really thought he was a, it was a neat guy. And I just sent him a message and said, hey. Uh, would you like to be on my podcast? And uh, it's a, it's about cool people that have positive stories to share. And he was like, "Yeah." <laughs> so I was like, "Well, when would you like to do it? Uh, let's do it tomorrow." I mean, just a just a really super cool guy. Um, if you if you didn't see it, he was on Joe Rogan's um, podcast this just this past week, and it is fantastic. Uh, if you haven't seen that or listened to that, go check that out. They <laughs> have a really good time on that one. It was pretty funny. I, I heard that uh, Rogan was saying today that he really wanted to give Zuby a bunch of junk for wearing his own merchandise on the show. You know, he had Zuby hat and a Zuby T-shirt on while he was interviewing with Joe Rogan, and uh, he said he really would have given him a lot of hell if he um, if he wasn't such a dang nice guy. So that was a. It really was a cool uh, interview. I really appreciate all of you emailing in saying that you really liked it. Uh, some of you had never heard of him before. A lot of you have heard of him. Uh, so I really appreciate that. Glad it was a good interview to got something out of that. I'm going to tell you, he was just as nice as I believed he would be. He really was a super nice guy. So uh, that was a lot of fun. When I'm, uh, when I'm on the road, there are some times that I don't even turn the radio on. I just sit in silence as I'm driving. And um, we did this interview. We did it the other day, uh, this past weekend. And I really sat and thought about it, and it was, I mean, it was, it brought a smile to my face just because of the nature of the interview, how much fun we were having, but really the opportunity to be able to sit and, and talk with, with both of these folks. This is an interview with Don Merkel, who's been on the show before, He's the guy whose music's always on this show. 
and he's he's been on talking about music before and a couple of other things that we've been into. And Shelly McGee, who was on uh, talking about uh, music and how it's affected her life uh, just a few months ago, Don and Shelly are extremely close friends. And their friendship is one that is, uh, draws in quite a few people. As a matter of fact, their, their friendship has connected a lot of us in a lot of different ways. Playing in Don's band has allowed for me to meet some of the best people I've met in my entire life. My wife one day said something to me about how happy uh, she is that we have such a great, diverse mixture of friends and, and the bulk of that comes in the friends that I have between these two chuckleheads that I'm going to talk to here in a minute. Uh, one of the ones that we talk about uh, a little bit is Andrew Evans. If you remember, he was on the show not long ago. We, we lovingly referred to him as Ace. And uh, just so there's no confusion here, Ace used to play guitar in uh, a couple of Don's bands. He's played uh, for a, a long time with him. Um and he's he's now currently playing in the band that Shelly has, Cottontown Soul Society. Uh, we'll talk about it a little bit on the interview, but if you're looking for something really good to go to here in the next couple of weeks, September 20th, it is a Friday night at Foxfield in Columbia, South Carolina, the best outside music venue you're going to find anywhere around here. Um, Cottontown Soul Society and Don Merkel and the Blacksmiths will be playing a show together. It is going to be fantastic. I would not miss it. It is also the fourth anniversary of Foxfield. So if you are in the Columbia, South Carolina area, there is no better place for you to be than Foxfield on Friday night, September the 20th. It will be a heck of a show. I sadly will not be there. I am uh, I'm, I'm getting to do something pretty cool uh, that weekend. And um, I'm going to talk a little bit more about that here in a few. But now, here is my interview with the infamous Dan Merble and Shelly McGee, and I will talk to you on the other side of the break. the start, they're anarchists heart, they had the elegance of a loaded gun, beneath the dark and distorted layers, lay the answer to rock and roll prayers, and in their wake influenced everyone, let's give it up for the underground, turn up and they wouldn't turn down, walk around like they own the place, put a smile on a Warhol's face, the black angel never let them down, sister Rachel would have been proud, but she was busy waiting for her man. Well, with me this week are two people that I've actually had on before, but not together. And so we've talked about doing this for a long time for uh, a couple of different reasons. None of them which may come out in the show today. It just depends on where the conversation goes. But with me are two notable, incredible musicians. Um fantastic people and extremely good friends miss shelly mcgee and dan Merble. shelly and dan how are you guys <laughs> word i'm great thanks chad thanks for not insulting me off the top <laughs> you got it I, 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 yeah, I was, yeah. I was, thanks for the respect that i you know 
<clears throat> Thank you. The respect that I expect from you. I was well. Yes, you're, you're getting exactly, exactly what you expect. Oh, I am. <laughs> so I. Uh, so <laughs> He's used to it. So a little little bit of backstory, Shelly. You were on the show not long ago, uh, within the past few months. Um. Yeah. Uh, like maybe three or four. Three months or four months ago. ago. Yeah. yeah, I think so. We did, we did a really cool interview in your living room. That was actually one of my favorite ones that I've done. Oh. Um. And then Don, you and I did our second one not long ago because both of the ones that I've done with you have been horrible and just <laughs> have not come across. I don't remember either. Of and the we did <laughs> explains a lot. We did two. Yeah. yeah. You're not going to remember this That's one. Crazy. Either. I, you know, what's funny is like you asked me if I actually would uh, sat and, and took shots or drank with people. Don and I did one in the brewery. Oh, yeah, I know. yeah, that was that was a good place to do that. I, I actually did listen to that one. Oh, did you? I did. So, I did. So, uh, so uh, Shelly and Don have been on the show before, um, and 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 you know, I I play in Don's band, and I but I actually met. Is Don. it his band really? Uh, who knows? I think it's Kevin. I play in Kevin Pettit's band featuring <laughs> Don Merkle, <laughs> and uh, okay. I. Um, but I I met Don actually because of the the birthday party that you had yeah. at your house when uh, Duncan Sims was playing and they needed a Don needed a keyboard player mm-hmm. and couldn't find one he still couldn't find one but I showed up uh, <laughs> and uh, sat in and pretended to be a keyboard player and that that's actually how the three of us really kind of met but you guys have been friends for a very long time. Uh, you've both influenced each other musically through your friendship, and we'll get into all that serious stuff here in a second. But first, I want to make fun of Don for a little bit. So, Shelly, I'm going to need your help with that. Sure. Um, you know, I don't sure. know how the two of y'all met. I've never, I, I, I've never heard that story. How did the two of you meet? Actually, I don't think either one of us remember the first time we met each other. No, exactly. We actually really? talked about this recently, oddly enough. I thought about this last night. I was like, Chad's going to ask us how we met. Mm-hmm. And randomly, we talked about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we ne- neither one of us remember meeting each other for the first time exactly, but we have a general idea of when we met, which was when Ace was playing with Donald in Loch Ness Johnny. So it was probably somewhere around 2001, 2002, somewhere in that zone, I think. Yeah, I mean, it sounds about right. Um, just always running in the same circles, really. And yeah. obviously, you were good friends with Ace. Yep. And I know you were at shows a bunch of times. Oh, yeah. Um, and at some of Ace's parties, I remember specifically one, was it, it was like a New Year's Eve or Christmas Eve meeting you one time. Um, yeah. I mean, it was just like a lot of uh, meeting through friends because we're all, we run in the same circles, essentially. It's a fascinating story, Don. <laughs> I, I appreciate you uh, talking about it that way. So it's, it's kind of weird. So you can't remember the, the mm-hmm. inception of your friendship, mm-hmm. but, but, well, but obviously... no, that we remember pretty well. I was going to say, because But you, we knew each other for a long time before. I mean, we were like, you know, more acquaintances than friends. Yeah. Like, we had no issue with one another. We didn't really know each other. We knew a lot of the same people, but... We knew each other for years, like years and years before we actually got to be really good friends. So, so what? Call, where did it go from? <laughs> hey, we're just acquaintances to now. I mean, because you guys are two of the best friends. <laughs> I mean, you have a very, very close friendship. Yeah. And where, where, where did that? Where did that start? So, uh, well, I, a couple of different places, but uh, yeah, it's kind of a weird story. But for me. The the moment that I was like, oh, dude, I'm friends with this guy for life was um, I was in the middle of a really, really bad divorce. And uh, he was playing and we were in a bar and my ex showed up. And um, let's just say the 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 dissolution of that marriage got really awful 
and like to the point of being scary and dangerous. And uh, yeah, I was sitting at the bar and I saw my ex come in and I immediately went to leave and Donald happened to be sitting next to me and we were just like very casually chatting. And he was like, I was like, I gotta go. And he was like, well, you gotta, listen, I don't know you very well, but you need to get used to your ex coming around. Like you're gonna run into each other. You live in the same town. Yeah. And uh, I was like, no, 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 you don't understand. I gotta go. And so eventually I basically came somewhat clean about why I needed to go. And Donald proceeded to turn a shade of red that I've rarely seen and got up from the bar and let's just say assisted him out very quickly and came back in and chatted with me for a little while and then we ended up hanging out a couple days later. And then his brother, who happened to be a cop, showed up on my front doorstep a couple days after that with no explanation when I'd been needing some help and couldn't get any. And uh, yeah, I was like, yeah, whatever this guy, whatever this guy needs, I'm in. Like, womb to tomb, I'm done. Like, he's great. So it, it was kind of a weird way to meet, but I realized like out of the gate, if, some, if you want a friend to prove to you that they're wildly loyal when they yeah. barely know you, and that kind of stuff goes down, it's like, at that point, it was, it was his to lose. <laughs> I think that's, I think it's kind of interesting. It, I, I do find it interesting that you can't remember how you first met because of your relationship now. But I, I do understand that a little bit. I, I, I think the story there is great. I mean, whenever you can overcome something with someone, that really shows you where your friendships are. Um, that uh, Don, do you think you looking like a serial killer really <laughs> helped Shelly in that in that moment? Do you think that's um, uh, well, in general, it helps and it hurts. You know, I get <laughs> I get searched a lot at um, uh, airports. You usually have a knife in your pocket. I do, <laughs> but I also don't get asked a lot of questions like on the street. You know, <laughs> you're, not, you're not part of a lot people. of man on the street no, interviews no, no, with no. the local. <laughs> yeah, people don't like pick me out of a crowd to talk to. Yes, that's why so, this is the audio podcast only video. You'd never be on it, yeah, Don. Yeah, that's right, what, right, what yeah. it is. Yeah. <laughs> but we started hanging out, and we figured out we had like an insane amount of stuff in common. Yeah, it was kind of. Super weird, actually. Yeah. So, yeah. And then we just kind of realized that we were supposed to hang out together. So. What, um, where was it for you, Don? I mean, obviously that, that moment was one thing, but where was it that all of a sudden you were just like, this, this, this chick, this is, this is somebody that I'm going to ride with for a while. This is going to be a close friend of mine. Oh, I where, know exactly when it was. I know exactly <laughs> a second <laughs> when it was. Uh, after all the stuff she was talking about went down, she invited me over to like, you know, have a beer or something and say thank you. And I was oh, cool. So I went and, and hung out and we talked a lot. And uh, as we're just talking, she suddenly drops this movie. She's like, have you seen this movie called Brotherhood of the Wolf? And it's one of my favorite movies of all time. It's like a French um, action Kung Fu film. It's very strange. Like period piece Kung Fu. It's a strange monsters. Awesome film with monsters. But nobody's seen this damn movie. Right. <laughs> and um I saw it at the theater. It came to the theater for some reason for like a day in Columbia years ago. And I, I was the only person there to see it. I don't know why I read about it. I thought it sounded cool. Anyway, the pro the po the point is it was a very bizarre strange movie no one I knew had ever seen and she dropped it out of nowhere and I was immediately suspicious. <laughs> I remember the look on his face. He looked at me I'm like somebody sure. shot right. him. I was like, who knows? You don't. I was like, really? Who 
who knows about this movie? <laughs> like, I mean, I'm the only one who's left I know. a review of exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm a pretty big movie guy. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know about this? Anyway, no, it turns out she really loved the movie, and it was like, I don't know. Like the, in that instant, I I went from like just like you know, you know, wanting to help somebody out, and like and like you know, she was really neat and really cool. To like, oh wow, we have this really specific thing in common. <laughs> <laughs> he actually asked me. He looked around my kitchen because we were sitting at my I kitchen did. table. I looked around. He like, goes, "Am I on?" You <laughs> <laughs> did. You did. Yeah. Like, Am, I on camera Am I on camera? He's like, <laughs> right. "Are you filming this?" Right. I thought it was like a joke. I like someone setting setting me up. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, that's how ignorant I am. I was. I thought I was the only one who knew about this stupid movie. But anyway, yeah. But anyway, after that, yeah. So the point is, after that, yeah, um, we had this really strange, interesting, specific thing in common, and that led to other discussions about all the many other things we have in common too. So it just kind of started there. I knew in my mind where I was like, "Oh wow, uh, we're a lot more alike than I thought we were," <laughs> and it kind of went from there. Yeah, you both have you both are uh, big time musicians in the South Carolina area. You've yeah. both been in uh, you've both been in. You're well, big time, D. Well, you're no, big time. Okay, oh, it, you're right, Shelly. Shelly, you're a big time musician. You're kind of big time, buddy. Yeah, Shelly, you've been a big time musician <laughs> in South Carolina. Don's been around, uh, but I mean, but I have to beg for scraps from Don, so I can't really. It's not like I'm really like. It's not like I'm really ripping on, on, on just Don here. Um, both of you have done music for a long time for for multiple decades, different bands, different people. Um, I, I know a little bit. I, I know you've Shelly, you've told me the story before about when Don wrote before he wrote Lincoln Ray. You guys were somewhere over in Europe on a trip. Oh yeah, Prague. And he brought up. Uh, we're, and we're getting. We're going to get into that. That's when you stormed the Vatican, right? No, was that's that a trip? different trip. That a different, different trip. Because okay. you know the Vatican isn't in Prague, Chad. Well, I know, but I thought that was all on the same trip. But no, okay, no, okay. no, no, no. All right. So you you mentioned <laughs> that he. Um, had talked about wanting to write yeah. an album about his grandfather, and, and, and there was yeah. there was something there, and, and, and obviously you you had some input into that. Um, I'm sure with starting up Cottontown Soul Society, the band that you've got right now that's rocking and rolling and, and, and playing in a bunch of places, getting and, and people absolutely love. But you know, Maria has told people recently that your band is her favorite band. Do you do you know this? Like she has to fall asleep beside me, but she tells me that your band is her favorite band. So I'm like, okay, that's that's well, uh, Obviously, I'm sure that you you went to Don for some for just oh. to, to bounce ideas off of too. <laughs> when y'all when y'all have done that, how how has your friendship helped with that, and and helped you kind of overcome obstacles or see things from a perspective that you trust. How has that played a role when you've looked at doing big projects like that? You want this or you want me to take this? Uh, you, you can take this. <laughs> so, I mean, the weird thing is is that <clears throat> we do very, very different things. Like what Dee's thing is and what my thing is, there's, they're really different. In fact, Ace said something really interesting to me last week that stuck in my head. I haven't told you this, I don't think. Uh, he was like, uh, so... Yeah, Donald's stuff is really geometric, and your stuff is all curvy. And I, I thought that was a really interesting thing to say because, like, to me, that makes total sense. It makes sense to you, too, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. So, and he was like, you know, Donald's all, like, in these, like, like 
patterns and form. He loves, he said, I love playing solos over Donald's stuff because he like literally sets it up for a guitar player who's so geometrically yeah. perfect. Yeah. Right. And like everything I do is like, is like behind the beat and over the beat and into the next line. And it's like, I'm, I literally can't stand geometry and want to push out of it all the time. So one of the really interesting things about talking to somebody about music so much that you are so fundamentally like where you're coming from is such a different place is that it it makes you think about things a little bit differently than you would in your own head and it it influences you in really subconscious ways that you're not thinking of but it definitely has an impact on what I do I mean he when when he started doing Lincoln Ray he actually really stunned me and because he was doing things that I had never, like, I was like, where did that chord come from? Like, that's not a Donald chord. And he looked at me and was like, I think it's a Shelly chord. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, that's cool. Um, but so I think we have like a, I mean, we really don't get like into each other's stuff so much. I mean, we, we run a lot of stuff by each other. Like, I'm usually probably one of the first people to hear something that you're working on. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And vice versa. Mm -hmm. And I also pick his brain all the time for like ideas or like just run stuff past him all the time. Because we talk about music to an extent that would make most people just want to go away, like exhausted and just want to go away. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like as far as influence, I think there's just a lot of influence by proximity. Like we're always like exactly hanging out and talking about music and talking about what we're doing. Uh, I mean, I would never like like you said, I, I don't. Like her, her thing is is way different than my thing, which I love it. By the way, she did one one show and she was immediately the best band. <laughs> Columbia, sorry. Yeah. Fourteen twenty one. Now I gotta do another there. Bleep. Uh, yeah. And there uh, it is. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's a three drink minimum to come yeah, on the yeah. show. I think it's gonna uh, be a six drink yeah, maximum yeah, for yeah, you, yeah, Merkel. Okay, we're already there. Yeah. Just don't <laughs> use the really loud beep. Use the soft beat. Seriously, use the soft beat. That's what I, keep, I get that from everybody. <laughs> I was like, how about this? How about I don't have to edit them? <laughs> Why don't you do that for me? That's another way to look at it. Uh, so anyway, yeah, so the, the point is we talk about music all the time, talk about each other's music and what we're doing. Um, Shelly doesn't need my help at all, but I do like listening to her thoughts and what she wants to do with music and even her thoughts on my music. Like I ask her opinions all the time. Uh, her thoughts all the time on what I'm doing. So it's just, uh, it's just you know, part of our friendship is just like talking about music and what we're doing and what we think about each other's stuff. And and that's, you know, it doesn't. That's about as far as it goes. And then when it comes to the actual making of music, we kind of you know do our thing. Yeah. Well, it's it's obvious to tell that you you two are able to influence each other and you know, when it comes to music and things like that. You, you also like being able to hang out with you guys. Just whenever we're doing, like today, we went to a football game together today. <laughs> had a blast. That was it, awful. I don't even know why I invited you. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. It's terrible. Um, I, uh, it, it's always a good, it, like, you guys are always a fun time no matter where <laughs> we are. Like, we've, we've never had a bad, I've never had a bad time hanging out with you guys together. I've had bad times hanging out with Don, but, but, but not, <laughs> not with, with Sheila. I'm also in, in perspective in, is different on my end, but go ahead. Yeah. You have your I'm, uh, and I have mine. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm also impressed in the way that you guys reach out to the community and will constantly find yourself in places and really stretch to, to bring different aspects of the community that don't really hang out together. Like the time uh, very recently where you both found yourself in an African American biker bar, um, <laughs> oh and and uh, and you just walked right in, 
and and had a blast. That is one of my favorite stories about the two of you because you 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 found yourself in a predicament like the two of y'all do. It wasn't remotely a predicament. And it, what, what do you mean? It was, by that? It was fantastic. What? There was zero in the predicament department. Well, what, what, uh, let me put it this way. You were walking into a bar and saw an open shed and decided, let's walk into it. Well, yeah. And that's that kind of tends to be what, oh, what yeah. y'all do. Yeah. And you ended up you ended up having an from all accounts that I've heard. <laughs> it was kind of an epic night. And an absolutely amazing night with yeah. some new friends that you yeah, met. Yeah. Two yeah. shoes. Yeah, two shoes. If you're uh, listening, two shoes. Q and uh oh, they all had like great Nickname. They did have great the nicknames. Best nicknames. They gave you a nickname too, Don, oh, didn't they? I figured this is where you were going. <sighs> you know you had they to did. break it out. They did. It was Will you tell the story of how you got this fantastic nickname? I think it was uh super cool dude. I don't they called me. So so wasn't. I don't think it was that. Maybe no. it was uh great guy. I can't even think of a good name right now. Yeah, you're horrible at lying. I am. I didn't realize how bad you were at Jeez, lying. I'm not. I'm not an improv guy, but I'm working on it. I'm working on my improv skills. So you guys were in this bar, and correct me if I'm wrong, Shelly, but you were talking about Don's music. Yep. And what does this very large veteran? Was it's a Vietnam vet, right? Yeah, they're, they're all vets, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vet, vet biker gang. He turns cool and looks at Don, and what does he say? He. Uh, Something to the effect of, hey, All right, listen, do you this like... is what happened. You're telling the story <laughs> way on. wrong. Yeah. You heard it second or third hand. I don't know how you got it. <laughs> well, then story. tell the story. Well, it's, it's better an embarrassing story. It's not that embarrassing. It's pretty hilarious. All right. First of all, this is a, a very cool place, by the way. This it is was. a biker bar right next to Warmouth. We walked up. We just saw these guys, and they're just hanging at this little tiny bar in the middle of this giant garage with a bunch of motorcycles. There's only like five people in there. And they're like, hey, come on in. And we were like, well, of course. Uh, sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, look, there's yeah. beer in there. Right. Why not? This and looks like interesting an, people. It's like an adventure waiting to happen. And so he went in this little bar. Anyway, so we got to know these guys are super funny, super hilarious. Um, Fridays, I don't know if they still do it, but Fridays is like an open come in and hang out kind of thing, place. Um, anyway, so yeah, 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 yeah. So at some point, <laughs> we were talking about music, and I think Shelly said, yeah, Donald plays music. He plays guitar. And he goes, oh, country music? You like Garth Brooks? <laughs> uh, and I thought he was screwing with me. He, right. He, oh, right. this is this is where he went so. I was being funny, and I was like, "Yeah, I love Garth Brooks." And he goes, "All right, Garth." And for the rest of the night, I <laughs> was called him Garth. Garth. <laughs> for the rest of the night, needless to say, I had to peel myself off the floor. Yeah. I was laughing so hard. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, it was beautiful. Yeah, I couldn't like. After that, I couldn't like come back and be like, no, no I really. And then they put like Garth Brooks on the jukebox. I'm oh yeah! Not oh my kidding. god! Are you oh, oh yeah! A hundred percent! A hundred percent! They really did it up. And I was like, he does have in friends support. in low places. In it was, it was hilarious. I mean, we're leaving. <laughs> like we we stay. Hell, we stayed for a couple of hours. Well, we were there for a couple of hours. We yeah. stayed for a couple of hours. We had quite a few beers. It was really really fun. <laughs> it was super Listen entertaining. Some of their stories. This old, this old man two shoes. He's, he might be the oldest biker there. He was amazing. Yeah. He told the most amazing stories, which maybe 50% of them were, of it was true. <laughs> I feel like maybe 12% <laughs> of it was maybe true. Maybe less than that, exactly. <laughs> but they it were great incredible. stories right. regardless. Yeah, yeah. It was so hilarious. And uh, yeah, it was, that was Yeah, and we were on the way out, and they're like, you know, party on, Garth. Like, they're like, <laughs> they, they just said, bye, Garth. Come back and bring your guitar. Like, yeah. I didn't let him. I didn't let him. No, I didn't let that go for a minute. It was... It, it was it was as if somebody had just put the ball on the tee 
for me <laughs> because as you well know, Chad, and in, in, in like a huge amount of the uh, dynamic of the relationship between me and Donald is just absolutely merciless, merciless, just derision. It's I mean, we just spend an incredible amount of time insulting each other. It's it, kind of it, what we do. It's interesting that you said that because <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna bring in the 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 next part of being able to observe y'all's friendships that I absolutely love. Although I do want to make a, a, a quick note. I just realized that y'all the last time we went to a football game was the night it was the day after y'all hung out with two shoes. Oh, and that's them. funny. It was, it was it, yeah, was it? it was because that y'all were telling me that story uh, okay. at the game. Okay. Yeah. Um one of my favorite things about uh, watching you guys as a friend is being a part of any text that go, that go between the two of you. I, I have to say that that I've been part I've been part of many a group text in my day, just like most of us in this day oh, yeah. and age are. I've seen those texts. I I don't I know. Save them all, so don't cross. <laughs> Here we go again. I got to edit something two. else. <laughs> there it is. Well, shit. So I will say that I, So no I, dentist office are going to listen to this though, That's right, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry KKTY out there in <laughs> Missouri <laughs> we've, got a, we've got another show you can't play on there um, <laughs> Your texts between each other Dude, Dudes give each other crap Like we, we, we do Yeah not to the level <laughs> the two of you do. I feel like we've turned it into an art form. Yeah, I almost have wondered before. Rough. I was like, do they hate each other? And I just don't know this. <laughs> so many times today, I run into people that are way too thin-skinned, and it drives me crazy because mm -hmm. I like being able to be funny and, and joke with people and everything like that. Don't worry. Don has hurt my heart enough, and I've cried enough tears over that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> But, but too many times people just don't understand that whole thing of, of ribbing somebody that you're you're really close friends with. You you guys you guys have taken that to an art form. <laughs> if you went, how many days w would you go without the two of you throwing crap at each other before you began to worry that something was wrong with the other one? I mean, it, it's, one. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say it's just kind of a. Yeah, it's roughly a daily basis. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much daily. Yeah. What uh, when you live in different cities, you have to like develop a text-based relationship because right. neither one of us like the phone that much, right? You know, so we'd just rather hang out. I mean, we talk. If if I, it's funny. If we call each other, the other one pretty much picks up because it's like, damn. Oh, it's just like, so who's dead? Yeah, it's like, oh, he's calling. This must be serious. <laughs> or like, he's like, oh, <laughs> she's calling. This must be important. Like, generally speaking, yeah, no, it's a. I mean, we don't. We don't really talk on the phone <laughs> a whole like, lot. Hey, I checked that lottery ticket, and uh, th that's why I'm calling. Like, really, that that's what it ironically, <laughs> ironically, yes, <laughs> he's my first phone call if I win the lottery. Well, well yeah, because you're probably splitting money with him. So that's, it's that's no, the first phone call is quit your job. <laughs> 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 you don't have to do anything that isn't music anymore, dude. We're like, starting a conglomerate. I literally texted him a picture of a lottery ticket last week, and it just said, do you believe, Peter? <laughs> 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 to which I got back, I believe. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So if you were, so if you, if you guys were to win the lottery, mm -hmm. and we're talking, I'll go a little bit big here. We'll go, we'll I go. I love it. 
we're winning the lottery. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so you you put your money together, you know, your fifty cents together, and you go buy a lottery ticket, <laughs> and you win a hundred million dollars. Yeah. What are the two of you doing? <laughs> we're both quitting our jobs. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. yeah. I mean. Are you, that. Uh, then do you go dance in front of Kevin Pettit's house like in a clothes made <laughs> no, of money? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> clothes made of money. I don't great. know. I never had that thought before, but now I kind of <laughs> yeah. want to do it. Didn't occur to me either, but you have all the great thoughts. <laughs> <This is laughs> you have good ideas. I've got 10 pages yeah, of them. Yeah, <laughs> you, sir, are inspired. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I think uh, the number one thing is that both of us would just make music mm -hmm. you know i mean both of us would like to do nothing else given our druthers but make music and and you know not necessarily together i mean we would like to make music together but like we both have our own priorities yeah i think we create a label start a company yep. and like put all of our stuff out on our own yep and 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 go from there and you know we have <laughs> millions of dollars to work with and this is all be pie, amazing pie in the sky, oh obviously. God. But if you're asking, that's what that's what I would do. Yeah, that's totally. What you would do too. So. No, no, it's totally what yeah. we would do. And 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 we would a hundred percent like go in on a house somewhere in mountains that has like an amazing recording studio and like the best whiskey bar in the history oh, yeah. of whiskey bars. Good idea. Yeah, yeah. No, we would totally do it with a really good view so that like when we you know, weren't like out on tour, we could just kind of hang out Perfect. There. Like The Shining? Like that house. <laughs> 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 a lot of good vibes <laughs> in that room. The place where everyone wants to come and hang out. That's yeah, no. Where he no. wrote that amazing, <clears throat> that amazing novel. That would that would yeah that sounds like a great idea. <laughs> this, 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 this. I'm coming to visit. I'm coming to visit all the time. <laughs> oh my god! It's it's obvious that your friendship has uh, inspired the both of you with music and things like that, and that's and that's really cool. Um, both of you though um, also are uh, well. Well, you Shelley are a very decent person. Don <laughs> is, Don can sometimes be. Listen, it, it hurts, but it's true. I understand. <laughs> it hurts. Where where has your friendship, um, not just in the music world, but 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 where is it taking you personally now? Over, I mean, you're talking about 20 years now. If you're going back to where you think, where you, I mean, y'all could have met in 1973. I mean, Neither one of you can damn remember. I feel like it's like a like a 2009. To, it's about 10 years that we've been like close okay. friends ish. Okay. But and then we knew each other for I don't know almost 10 years before that, but we never really knew each other. Right. It's like, but that, but then we once we saw each other. It, it, it was just different. So, what has that friendship done for you personally, not just in the music realm? So, I have I have answers to that. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on this for a minute, and then and then I'll let you. Cool. Sorry. So, really? Bossy, so yeah, bossy. Yeah. I know. I'm sorry. So, like, for me, it's really a relief to be seen, like actually seen. By somebody, because I feel like I spend most of my life not actually being seen, which is a really weird thing to say from a person that's in a band and <clears throat> occasionally in the public eye and has been in the same city for a really long time and knows a lot of people and kind of can't go like four feet in a public setting without running into somebody I know, generally speaking, but like feel generally like nobody actually really knows me at all. And that's kind of my fault. 
and that's not necessarily a bad thing, but like what's happening on the inside of my head and what's happening outside in my life are two really, really different things. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the things that Donald and I connected over was like from, from the first time that like we actually saw each other, we actually saw each other. And that doesn't happen very often with people, I think. So for me, one of the things that has been like amazing about being friends with D is that <clears throat> he has always seen me really, really clearly, and I've never had to apologize for anything. I've never had to pull any punches. I've never had to try to say the thing that I think is the okay thing to say because that's what people expect me to say. Like, it's a relief. Like, it's a profound relief. We've actually said to each other many times over the years that sometimes if we hasn't happened recently we've seen a, sh <clears throat> a ton <laughs> I almost did it we've seen a ton of each other recently but we do sometimes just based on schedules and stuff go through periods where we don't see each other for a while and sometimes just like getting into a room with him when I haven't seen him in a long time it's like a physical relief it's like literally like somebody lifts a burden off of me because I'm like ugh. I'm actually seen by somebody right now, and it's like proximity, just hanging out, having a beer, doesn't really take much, is just, it, it literally makes me feel better. I, it sounds stupid to say that, and sounds super cheesy, but it's just true. So he's never given me all the crap, and this is music related, but it's also very personal. He's never given me all the crap that I have gotten throughout my entire music career from men in music and I've gotten a lot of it like a lot of it I still get it now as recently as just a few weeks ago I don't know. I'm not gonna talk about that but you know what I'm talking about anyway and he has never done the like oh just a girl or just a singer or like he's never given me short shrift on anything. He's always taken me seriously. He's always treated me as an equal. He's never once like gone, oh, she's just a singer. And I get an incredible amount of that. And I'm not saying that, <clears throat> that maybe some of that isn't deserved, but it's incredibly liberating to be around another human being who sees you clearly and doesn't ever take your gender into account and expect you to behave in that way that, you know, girls are expected to behave because as you well know, Chad, I just don't. And I, I've been bucking gender roles my entire life, like consciously, subconsciously and then consciously. And Donald has always just been like lockstep with that. And that is so cool for me. And I, I honestly don't think, I don't know if I could ever have that friendship with in quite the same way with a female because I refuse to like take the whole like role that I'm supposed to take and I haven't spent most of the time that I'm around Donald talking about like my relationship or who I'm with or how that defines me or but like we don't that's not what we do and, it, and that makes me really grateful so like musically and intellectually and like Emotionally, he's always been completely like a hundred percent on the same like level page, whatever. And honestly, I I wasn't super used to that from too many people in my life. So for me, it's been like uh, like almost like friend. My friendship with him has been liberating for me in a lot of ways, and like allowed me to be myself in a way that I genuinely don't feel I'm 
allowed to be most of the time. So, wow. that's Thank you. It was a very kind thing to say. Well, every once in a while. I know. I'm shocked. I'm, I'm like, I'm beside myself. We don't normally say nice things to each other. I Thank know. You. I know. I saved it for public. Yeah. Do you <laughs> <laughs> Looky there. <laughs> What's that she's texting you right now? I don't know. <laughs> Dumbass. Uh, well, the I don't know. Like the the, the plain fact is, uh, Shelly is an amazing, talented, thoughtful, intelligent, extremely fun person, and we get each other on a level that almost nobody I know I could get on that on that level, and it's always fun. And relieving a lot of ways to hang out with because you know there's someone who gets what you're, what you're thinking, what you're doing. It's it's a it's a very it's like a it's like a frequency level that it's like a vibration, right? Yeah, exactly. It's like a, that. It's it's hard to describe, but you feel it and you know it, and uh, and we kind of get what's going on. It's a really a, a beautiful feeling to like hang out with somebody and talk to somebody who kind of gets that same thing on that same frequency, which I think is kind of rare. And it means a lot to me. It feels great to me, and I like hanging out with her. And she makes me feel better about stuff. And <laughs> and it's and and I love her to death. And that's that's really all there is to it for I'm me. Punch you, know? you in the arm. I know. Whatever. Man. So it's you know w- when you're when you're dealing with art, whether it's music yeah. or whatever you do, <laughs> or your friendships and your lives and everything that's going on, it's great to sit here and say, oh, we get each other. But mm-hmm. there's got to be times of critique that come in. Oh, yeah. How do the two of y'all deal with that? How is that? Because, I mean, I've seen how you make fun of each other, and that's pretty damn harsh. So um, uh, how, how, is, how does the critique go? Uh, I don't know. Like, like, like she's saying, we kind of do two different things, musically speaking. Uh, I don't, I'm not smart enough or <laughs> talented enough. Whatever to, to critique the things she's doing, we can talk like lyrics a lot, and and yeah, and critique isn't the right word. It's just like uh, discuss some stuff that sounds cool or sounds different or whatever. Um, I don't know. I don't know. There's a whole lot of critiquing of music too much, other than how I dress. <laughs> well, there is a, there is a lot of critique of that. A lot of that. I, I would actually I would actually disagree a little bit. Okay. With that, right. I feel like I feel like we are pretty good about calling each other out when we're not being wholehearted about something. Okay, that's true. Right? Yeah. So, like, it's not so much about what you're doing. It's, yeah. like, about, like, right. are you actually present in that? So, like, I, I literally remember a show not that long ago in Charleston that I was at of yours when, I, I like, you were not in the best mood going in and you're in kind of a funny headspace. And I literally looked at you and I was like, okay, dude, like, leave it on the floor. You just need, like, you need to shut down whatever the hell is happening right now and get over yourself. Mm-hmm. And you need to go up there and you need to just, like, I, I think I actually made the slit your wrists and bleed on the stage gesture. Did I not? I think so. Think yeah, did, yeah. So we can do that with each other. But I think, I, I mean, I think it's more about, like, we trust each other so much that, like, we can say something and it's not a judgment of the other person, like their character or something. It's just, like, hey, dude. This is like, let me give you a let me give you a thought right now, or let like let me let me drop something here, and you do with it what you will. You're the master of your own thing, but think on this for a minute. And like a lot of stuff he says has a huge impact on choices that I make. Probably a lot of times he doesn't know it because I don't like to tell him. But I'm bossier than him, so <laughs> I'm, I'm more I'm more likely to be like give actual direct be like, dude, you need to do X, but. 
it, there's trust. I mean, that's the thing. Is like I comp- I know yeah, that's a big deal. I know that D has my back. Like he's my ride or die. Right. right. Uh, like he's the person I want to be in a foxhole with if there is a zombie apocalypse. Mm-hmm. That's and who has my. S- and there will be. There will be. When 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 yeah. when the zombie apocalypse yeah. happens, he has my six. Like mm-hmm. that's that's what I know. So he can say anything to me and I know that he's not judging me. He's trying to give me feedback and therefore I'm totally cool with it. I think it's, I think y'all's relationship is cool. I love the way that you're able to communicate, but there's one thing that whenever I think about the two of y'all and any relationship that I have with you is every time that I'm with you, it's freaking hilarious. I mean, there's something that's absolutely ridiculous and it's ridiculous. It's just ridiculous and hilarious. (laughs) So I have to ask at the at the at the at getting towards the end here. I'm just curious if you had to say the most ridiculous moment the two of you have ever been in, the most ridiculous thing that the other one did, something like that, something to that effect. What would that be? The most ridiculous moment. Jesus, I don't know. That's a that's a. Wow, there's okay. First off, there's so many options. That's part right, of the problem, right? Right. But right. We need some influence. Uh, do we nice. need? Do we need the Chad? <laughs> the Chad photo. photo spirit animal. This is, this is a this is an audio podcast. No one knows about that. I know, but I'm getting yeah, inspiration but, from but, this photo of but Chad we're and his wife at a piano. Yeah. Uh, presumably on a ship, <laughs> and Chad is looking completely. Overly enthusiastic about his piano playing. It's yes. As is his wife. And you, her you, adoration <laughs> is palpable. You right? meant to say like dapper. I think dapper. you meant to say dapper. I was like, one hell of a suit, buddy. It's one hell of a suit. Yeah. It cost you by twenty dollars. So wait. there's there are he got married in that suit, you <laughs> jerk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh wait, he was there. Um Oh, now I just found my most ridiculous moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I would say I don't know if it's it was kind of ridiculous, but in a really good way. I would I would say we have we have a lot of really crazy, hilarious moments. But there, about seven years ago, I I was hoping because that's the only thing I could think of at the moment. You're you you're hoping I would go there too. Yeah, yeah I, I figured that's the only thing I could think of. Um, yeah, about seven years ago, we went to Prague together, and we uh, yeah we did absinthe together before like this pub crawl started, mm-hmm. and Donald. Uh, you know, it was like a very newish experience for him, for sure. Not that I do a lot of absinthe, but it it just you know he's a he's a pretty straight arrow, mm-hmm. and uh, generally speaking, like he's he's he he just doesn't I don't know just release that often. You know, he's like pretty tightly wound overall. Ironically, so am I, but I have a different way of handling it. But we we had this like stupid pub crawl it, it, I believe to the it might possibly be the best two man pub crawl in the history of the known universe I mean I won't argue with that it was a pretty amazing it was pub a pretty crawl. amazing pub crawl for a, t- for a two man pub crawl it was oh pretty yeah. damn good oh yeah. and yeah we like it was pretty funny so we were sitting at this table in, 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 che- in the Czech Republic the way they like to serve their absinthe instead of like the dripping water thing mm-hmm. is that they put it on the spoon with the they put the sugar cube, the cube on the top. spoon yeah. right and and they light the sugar cube on fire, and then they kind of drip the absinthe in through the burning sugar. And so this woman brings over these two tiny, tiny little, like, you know, two fingers of absinthe shots to our table. And Donald picks it up like he's about to shoot it, and she's like, no, 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 <laughs> like panic, you know. Yeah. You need to sip this very slowly. Sip it and drink water after every sip. After every sip, drink water it's after every sip. It's literally 
like a millimeter would mean like it's it it was much. yeah. So we sit there and it's the worst tasting thing yeah. in the history of the universe for anybody who's never tried it. It just tastes awful. I mean, awful. And Donald's looking at me across the table and he's like, We paid for this? Like why <laughs> why why would we ever do this to ourselves? And I'm like, just dude, just work with me here. Just wait, you know, just wait. So about, I don't know, maybe 20 minutes or so, 20, 30 minutes in, yeah. we're just like, we're almost done. And Donald looks at me and he goes, and now you're going to have to beat me. He's like, okay, I call bullshit. This absent thing, not so much. Like, I don't feel anything. This really isn't working. I'm just going to go to the bathroom and finish off your drink and we're on to the next place. And I'm like, cool, okay. And he disappears to the bathroom. And then I realize a few minutes later, he's been gone for a really long time, like a really long time. <laughs> and, and I'm thinking, huh, did he get lost in there? Like, what's, what's going on? Right. I mean, he spends a lot of time in the bathroom, so I wasn't that surprised. But Come he com on. No, come on. <laughs> you are so much vainer than I am. So anyway, <laughs> he, comes <laughs> he comes out of the bathroom, I don't know, an inappropriate amount of time later, and walks up to the table, and he sits down, and he puts both hands on the table, and he <laughs> leans in to Sterling, and he goes, you know the thing I said about calling BS on this? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, okay, so I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it was so It's like, I was wrong. He's like, so I was in the bathroom, and I think my third eye opened. <laughs> I was like, holy <laughs> It was hilarious. So He's like, good. I feel some kind of way, man. He's like, kind of drunk, but kind of something else. And anyway, it was so funny. And 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 at that point, I'm like, I'm like, now I'm the one calling BS because I'm not really feeling anything. And as we're sitting there talking, I'm like, oh, there it goes. Yep. Okay, I'm totally with you, dude. I am totally with you. So we walked out of that place and we proceeded to do this all night truly and we started yeah. at happy hour mm -hmm. this yeah. is all oh yeah oh yeah all night i mean truly we got home i think at about like five we got back to the hotel like yeah. 5 30 in the morning or something our general rule was if you find something cool just shout out you want yeah to go there and we just we'll, we'll stop and go there so we just picked a direction and we and just started walking going. through prague and we're like okay here's the rule if you see a place you want to stop and have a drink yell stop and we'll stop and have a drink. And when you see the place we're going to have dinner, just yell dinner and we'll stop and have dinner. And that's literally what we did all night. And it ended up being like one of the most insane, surreal, bizarre, mm -hmm. delightful pub crawls of all time. It was. It was dangerous. It was. It was <laughs> awesome. It got, it got a little fun. dangerous. I'm it not going to lie. It was funny. It was terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> it combined all the elements that you want. In a great yeah. movie slash pub crawl. Yeah, it was. If they made a movie out of this pub crawl. It would be. They could have made a movie. A number out of this one pub hit. It was Donald pretended to be somebody else for a good chunk of the night and like put yes. on like a fake Irish accent. Yes. I was just like, did you? Did you use in your traveling an, accent? In an, in, in, traveling in accent. an Irish bar in the Czech Republic, he actually faked being Irish. It yes. was. Did they hysterical. buy it? Did they buy it? They did, but here's the caveat. The guy I was talking to was also faking Irish. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's actually true. <laughs> it turns out he was an expat and he was faking Irish. He was totally faking Irish. He <laughs> was totally faking Irish. It was hilarious. And we ended up in like this like cavern like <laughs> bar 
type situation that involved like belly dancers and fire eater. Like yeah. Donald looked to the left and goes dinner because oh, like apparently it was also it was also a restaurant. It was belly dancers, fire, fire eating, eating, sword swallowers, sword swallowing, fire eating belly dancers. I was like, I want to eat there. Yeah, that's, <laughs> because when I'm looking on the menu, that's what I like, want. The see. menu was underneath that. I was like, oh, I don't care I don't what's what on the next, menu. But but I want to go see that. And there show. were like giant candelabras that yeah. were like dripping all the way down to the floor, and the ceiling was super low. I was. This place with the oats or uh, the, hops, the hops. Yeah, the whole the ceiling. ceiling was covered with yeah. hops, and it was hysterical because we were sitting at this table with these two guys that were both pilots, right? Pilots they were pilots from England. England, yeah. Who were like private pilots. They just sat you at like community tables, so we got sat down next to these guys, which was super interesting in and of itself. And this girl is like swallowing fire, and she keeps taking like her brandishing her fire on these giant torches up towards the ceiling and she would light the hops on fire on the ceiling and they were raining down ash on top of people in this tiny little dark mm -hmm. cavern of, like Dracula could have dropped like just jumped out any moment it would have been like totally on brand and it, yeah it's just like raining ash on us and we're looking at each other going these things don't happen in America yeah. <laughs> like it was exactly. it would have been it would have been like all all the sued you mm -hmm. would have just been sued until you were dead right. if you did this in America it was so entertaining, and then, I don't know, we, we went to so many places that night, I, I really can't recall all of them. There's There are some blank spots. Yeah, we, we went to a bar that was a comic book, basically. It was a giant comic book. A giant book. comic book, at least that's how I remember it. <laughs> yes, I remember it too. <laughs> <laughs> and went to, went to other places, and went through what they told us never to do, go through this place called Sherwood Forest. Which <laughs> you were sure to get robbed or whatever. They were like, well, we call this park Sherwood Forest. Because if you go through here and you're a tourist, they will rob from the rich to feed the poor. <laughs> yeah, this is at like at four o'clock in the morning, by the way. So we're going to this place. And we're like, so you walk through it. You're like, yes. yeah, fine. Well, well okay. First off, Donald well, was convinced he knew near. where the hotel was. He did not. Okay, <clears throat> that's true. That's true. But in my defense, which I have no real defense, but <laughs> <laughs> you're in defense. I eventually gave up. I assumed I knew what I was talking about. But once we did finally, finally, like, screw it. I'm, I don't know what I'm talking about. And then we got a cab. It was only like two blocks away. Yeah, that it was, was a funny thing we ended up. I was very close. I was very close. I will say, in, in his defense, though, when I went, you son of a, you brought me to Sherwood Forest. Are you trying to kill yeah. me? Yeah. And he immediately like got on the Sherwood Forest side of me and was like, he was all, oh, yeah. he was all guardy. It was pretty funny. And then we eventually got a cab. But in a real, like, I mean. Oh, in a very comedic Oh, I yeah. didn't mean to be comedic, but it was, it was pretty very comedic. comedic. Yeah, it, it was, was pretty funny. Showy, it was dumb. It was, it was and we walked into the hotel, and there were other people that we had met there, like that were like getting up for breakfast, and we were coming in for yeah from our for evening. Sleep. And they were like, "Well, we saw you about twelve hours ago at about five thirty, headed wearing out, wearing the same thing, wearing yeah. the same thing," and we're like, "Yeah, that's pretty much how that went." So it was the the way that the I can't be held responsible. I'm on absinthe. Yeah, uh, yeah, and it's true. That's a true phrase. Thing. That's a, it would still gets used yeah. to this day on a regular basis. I think it's a law. According to it's law. a law. Can't be held responsible. So do, so in closing, do you think the the trick of having a uh, wonderful friendship like the two of y'all do is to um, go to places where they light the ceiling on fire and see if you can get <laughs> out of it? I mean, is Entirely. that is that really the the, the I don't know if that's a trick, but that's an awesome thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is that how you find out who your real friends are oh, and yeah. why you've oh, lost yeah. so many sure. friends yeah. in, in sure. the past, Don? Is that why um, two terrible fires and right? right. <laughs> <laughs>
and, and horrible, you know, wood situations where people robbed us and killed us. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. I would recommend. I take it back. I would recommend all of those things. And whoever <laughs> survives are best friends. I um I do think it's odd that the bands you've been a part of before in the past all ended in some kind of fire, whether it was a van or a, or it's a uh, yeah. I mean, there's something to be said about that. Well, uh, <laughs> it's not all coincidence, is it? I'm just kidding. It's coincidence, or is it? This can be used as evidence, Don. It can be. You do uh, understand that he might light you on fire with his brain in about four seconds. Absolutely, absolutely. This, are you? <laughs> no, no. I just like for people to sit on my couch and speak into a microphone. <laughs> so we can. Okay. First off, Literally. can I tell you that while you were like running around like a chicken with your head cut off fixing things, Donald and I just had like microphones and no, no babysitter. And we were just sitting here like, could we have every conversation into a microphone? Like, it is really fun. <laughs> right? It's really fun. He got fun. all very white. Yeah. And stuff. You <laughs> can do all sorts of things with your voice. Yeah, we there's like, no reason for us to be doing this, but we were still we talking were like, to each other through the microphone. But like, there's nobody, <laughs> totally true. There's nobody in here but me and Donald. And we had the headphones, yeah, the headphones on. on the totally talking to each other. And we were like, we're, we're like, talking into the microphone. Like, what do you think Chad's doing? <laughs> Why is he giving that stranger a bunch of money? What did he get from that stranger? It was a valid question. Why is why are they shaking hands and looking weird? He's the fix it man. That's all I'm gonna <laughs> say about it. Well, that has many meanings. <laughs> You're talking to a Velvet Underground fan over here. That's not helping your cause at all. So with that, I'd like to close my conversation out very quickly before it goes Ooh, down. Oh, look, path. when the going gets tough for Chad, he wants out. You see, no, he would never secrets, survive us. He revealed. would never survive no us. No one gets to interview me on my own show. I'm kind of like that Don Merkel guy. I name a band after me so no one can kick me out. That's why, that's why I do it. That's how you do it. So, like, dude, it was really, really cool of you to have us do, like, such a silly Thing well, I love it together. because, and you'll see with the rest of the show. I, I think y'all's friendship is pretty—it's pretty spectacular. Not only <laughs> for what it does for you musically, but for the people that are around you. you. You've got great friends that are around you guys that I've met. I've—I've I've been a part of y'all's life really because of y'all's friendship too. And some of the coolest people that I've met in in my life now. I mean, hell, my 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 me and my wife's second date was at your birthday party, and I'm <laughs> playing with your band. I mean, obviously, right. you have an effect on people. Hey, um, can we like totally plug the speaking of um, music and me and Donald? Yes. Can we totally plug the show we have coming up? Absolutely. Like, not not to be all merch about it, but absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Do it. All right. It's September 20th at Foxfield. Gigantic show, huge with Cottontown Soul Society, Fold and it Don in half, still huge, and the Blacksmiths. It's going to be fantastic. September twentieth, it's going to be huge. And it, it's Foxfield's third or fourth, fourth. fourth their it's fourth their fourth anniversary. anniversary. I hear they're going to have like special drinks and cool swag and like all yeah. kinds of stuff. We have posters. They're yeah. sitting on. In fact, you saw them yeah, earlier today. They look awesome. They're pretty nifty. Those are fantastic. Yeah. Specially designed posters, and they'll be for. Giveaway or sale, I don't know what we're doing with them, but we, they'll be there at the, at the show. <laughs> and uh, picked out of the Donald and Shelly mm, hive mind, Shelly will sign them, Donald will sign them, and I'll sign them whatever funny remark you like. <laughs> we, we will make sure we're gonna give away a ton of free Chad posters. does not sign them. Oh, well, Chad's not gonna be there because oh, he's lame. Show is uh, so big that I will not be that at joke. It. We're actually not allowed, we're not uh, allowing Chad. To, to show up for Bad that. Joke. No, I'm super excited about this because like this is actually pretty special because we were talking about the fact before that what Donald and I do is like very not 
very different. Yeah. And so we really, I mean, we, we've done some shows together and stuff before. Like I've done like St. Patrick's Day shows with him or we've done like a bunch of Pogues and Dropkick Murphys and like stuff like that where I've mostly sung backup or done like some stuff like that. But honestly, like in the whole freaking time we've known each other, we have never been on with our full bands like a double bill together. Oh, really? Ever. No, it's never happened before. I don't do think so. With the swagger, we can do it for you, maybe? No. Okay. Mm-mm. This is the first time. Well, okay, my divorce party doesn't count. No, that doesn't count. That's that doesn't not, count. That's what I'm thinking of. But, I, yes, I had a divorce party. That's a whole other story. Um, but, yeah, no, so we never get to do this. So this is super cool because, mm-hmm. like, the moment that I had this show set up and I talked to Foxfield because they're really big Donald fans and I knew they would like love to have him there too. And I was like, listen, like, could, could we do this? Super excited. Yeah. About, like super excited about this. And we're going to do some, some silly things like, and hopefully they won't be too silly. Hopefully they'll be good. Yeah. But yeah, he's going to, I'm going to do some stuff with his band and he's going to do, and Ace is going to do some stuff with his band. Oh, wow. Oh, awesome. He's, he's going to sing with our band. He's going to do a couple of songs mm-hmm. with us. We've learned like a, a, a song just so that Donald and I can sing it together, which is going to be super fun. Do it. Yeah. And, and he and I have wanted to like do a Lucero cover together because oh, we're cool. both huge Lucero fans. So we've mm-hmm. wanted to do a Lucero cover together for like ever. So that's going to happen, and a bunch of cool things are going to happen. And we, we have Ace actually came up with a name for, yeah. for this particular event because we were like, this is too big to just be, like, it's too much fun to just be, like, a gig. We have to, like, right. name it something. So Ace was like, the St. Bourbon Day Massacre, and I was like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Donald was like, yes. So, yes, is Heretofore known as the St. Bourbon Day Massacre, which is on the posters, right. which is pretty cool. The posters so. do look really cool. I'm really impressed with them. It, so if you're putting it on your calendar, it'll be September 20th. The show starts usually around 8 o'clock. If it starts a little, a little bit later, you want to be there before anyway because the folks at Foxfield are fantastic. You want to get your drinks, be able to hang out with some of the other folks. I did not know y'all were doing um, all the, the back and forth, so that'll be excellent. If uh, if you haven't seen Cotton Town Soul Society, you do need to go and see them. You guys have been playing now for about six months. Been doing Since shows about six we months. did our first show in January. Yeah, and it's fantastic. Again, like I said, it's my wife's favorite band. You guys, every time that someone sees you, they they absolutely Thank love you. you guys. The Blacksmiths will be fantastic. They always are. They'll be a little less fantastic over mm, on the keyboard side. I don't know. Might be a little bit better. If you uh, if you go in some ways, scream out for them to play "Careless Whisper" then, we because there'll be a sax <laughs> player there. I what? don't see why. Not you Caribbean can't do it. Queen, <laughs> "Careless right. Whisper." <laughs> so many choices. There are lots of choices there. And but actually, Chad, we spent last night and tomorrow shooting like a really cool new video for Donald. He's got a amazing, amazing new song that's going to be coming out pretty soon. That is very timely. And topical, and and the thing I didn't say on the show is he's like my single favorite songwriter I've ever actually known personally in my whole life. Like yeah. I, if I didn't adore him, I would freaking hate him because he's <laughs> way too good of a songwriter. Like he just is just absolutely brilliant writer, and I wish I could write like that. So the fact that he like came to me and said, "Hey, I want you to shoot a video," was super cool. Well, I'm I'm ending the show right now. Can, All right, can let's you, just leave that can in. Can you in? Can you hold I'm your bathroom hold for it, just uh, just a fifteen seconds, Don? Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I can. 
September 20th at Fox. September 20th at Foxfield. If you haven't seen either band, you need to go. It'll be a fantastic. Oh, honey, you are so welcome. In the most appropriate way to end the show, Shelly McGee, Don Merkel. Thank you so much for being on the show. I gotta edit that now. Let me let me explain something. I uh, we, we had been drinking, okay, and we've been drinking. We've been at a football game that day. <laughs> we uh, uh, we had a really good time. But I'm going to tell you that it sounded like that even before the first beer was cracked. That's that's pretty much the way it is when you get those two forces together. There's a reaction that happens that causes everybody to uh, to have fun like that. I, I want to thank Don and Shelly for coming on the show. I really do appreciate them being so open um, at, to come on the show to not only talk about uh, their friendship, but but how it affects them personally, artistically. And, um, you know, it takes, it takes a lot of guts to do that. People people are always surprised. They they say they want to be on the show, and then before <laughs> – before we, we start recording, people suddenly get very nervous and they end up really worrying. And, I, and I'm always I'm always a little bit concerned because it's like, you know, I got you here. You're ready to talk. Don't don't chicken out now. And, you know, you worry that people aren't going to give you um, all the good stuff and, and be very open. And I really appreciate Don and Shelly being like that. I am. Um, I was thinking about their I was thinking about their their friendship. As I was driving down to Charleston the other day, you know, I was spending some good time thinking about that. You, you remember your, you remember some of your first friends you ever had, like those early friends that you had, the the ones that, you know, when you were a kid and and making friends was what life was about, building your tribe. I mean, we we, we are tribal people, so looking for the people that can be part of your group, and there was there was instant trust, right? And there was there was a this 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 caring that that started from the moment and you know this person now meant something more to you why because you were friends what exactly did that mean it it meant we wanted to hang out we wanted to spend time together you get into those those middle school years and those high school years and you and your friends have good days and bad days And, and friendship becomes something different you know when you're a kid, friends are friends that are always great with you, right? They're always perfect. That friend is always going to be there for you. You get in a little bit older and you have a whole coming of age thing and real life starts starts to peek its head in. It doesn't fully come, you know, roaring after you, but it, it starts to peek its head in. And you realize that it's a lot of those ups and downs where you find your real friends. College comes in. Your college kid, still protected by a, a shadow of something, and life is permeating more and more into your spectrum, but you still have your friends, but you learn a little bit more about the ups and downs and who's going to be there. Your true friends, the ones that really aren't. And 
the people that for some reason you just can't hold on to. And then, then you leave. And life starts. And we all start developing. And you're fully in it now. And you're going through every day. But your friends, your tribe, your group, maybe it's smaller, but it's there. And you understand it. You can believe in it. Adding someone new isn't as easy when you were a kid. Bringing someone else in isn't as quick. But in the long run, it can be even more fulfilling than anything you saw. The, the trust isn't as blind as maybe it was before. But when you build it up and you have it, and you have that friend, it's fantastic. Inside that group, through that entire spectrum and process, very rarely do we really have someone that we truly connect with. My wife has uh, got a very good group of friends. I've always been very impressed with the friends that, that Maria has. And she's got some, some excellent ones. And, and, and inside that group, there are, there are friends that that she can fully trust and, and have her back. And, I, and I've always been so impressed with that. But even inside that group, there's one. And, and it's Tracy. And it's, it's not so much that they've, they've known each other longer, but that, that certainly does help. But there is a connection there that no matter how much time passes, they really do understand each other. They trust each other. They, they share things with each other that they don't with anybody else. And their friendship is different. It should be. No one person is the same. I'm amazed at that friendship that Don and Shelly have. I think it's, it's um, obviously very inspiring to, um, to, to them. I know that they get a lot out of it. They talked about that. They're both fantastic artists. They, they both were giving each other compliments while also ripping on each other I, i'm gonna i'm gonna take some time and and step off my uh my uh my my um comedy roaster page and not sit there and uh read from that book for a minute and tell you that, that both of them are actually are phenomenal musicians shelly uh, is, is an incredible singer and she's got a, a, a phenomenal talent for music and the way that she has written songs and performs them and puts on a show. I mean, she, she understands more about performing from the stage and really getting into the show and how the whole band acts in that. And there's a, there's a director's chair that she sits in and in a lot of different areas, and it's, and it's phenomenal when, when you watch her product that she puts out there. And she's, what Shelly says about Don is absolutely truth. I, I've never met a better songwriter than Don. I, I think he can um, get up and... I swear he could blow his nose and what was on it is, is a better song than probably what most people write today. And it, it just it seems to come so easy to him. But even even with the incredible individual talent that they have, you can you can see that each one of them challenges and influences the other. I think it's great to have a friend like that. But but one of the things that I think is so amazing about Don and Shelley is they have a great friendship that none of their other friends are jealous of. And we're all uh, very appreciative of it because, quite frankly, a lot of us were brought together because of it. And, and isn't that what we were supposed to do with our friendships in the first place? Back when we were a kid, 
No one told you to go out and make a friend. But a lot of times it was you in that connection with someone else that other people wanted to be around. I talk all the time on the show about how divisive the world is, about how there's so much that pulls us apart. And one of the things that we fail to do is to, we forget to look at what's within our own reach. And a lot of times it's just the friends in our own circle. Maybe you need to connect with someone a little bit more. I had a, I had a, I had some scary things happen over the past two years, and I had, um, I had to go through quite a few months of some stuff that uh, really scared me. For, for the first time in twenty years, I was, I was scared, and there was something that that I really wanted to do. There are a couple of things that I wanted to do that suddenly I thought I was faced with the fact that I will never do them. And they weren't huge, but they were going to mean something to me. One of those things is the reason why I'm missing that show. Why it, The reason why I'm missing the show on September 20th is because I'm taking my, my daughter to Dallas. Bryn, who is the big football fan, we're going to Dallas. We're going to see a Cowboys game. Hopefully, they'll be 3-0 after the game. <laughs> they looked good the other day. But it's, it's not just about taking my daughter to that game. You see, my daughter's getting older. My daughter's developing friends differently now. My, my daughter's friendships aren't as easy. The trust doesn't just come blindly. You see, my daughter is now looking for those people that she chooses to trust. Now, I'm always going to be dad. And we'll always have a special bond. But, you see, I, I know that that still can fall apart if it's not taken care of and nurtured. And one day, her mom, my ex-wife, will probably marry somebody else. And maybe that person may confuse some of those feelings because... She will probably love that person very much and have a good connection with them as well. But I just want to do my part to make sure that she understands that she'll always have a dad, but she'll always have a tight friend in me as well. And that weekend was a weekend that I thought I was never going to be able to do, and I am, and I'm looking forward to it. I hate that I'm missing the show. Any of you that go... Please have a couple of drinks for me. Uh, don't tell the people at the bar that you're putting them on my tab. I'm not going to pick them up. But, but please do that. How, how important is it that we have our friendship connections with people? It's important because it is something that we show to others. Don and Shelley are great, great friends. It doesn't have a negative effect on people. It brings people together. It brings different people together. It brings a diverse crowd together. Their friendship being what it is attracts people to it. And quite frankly, we need that as well. I don't have to be best friends with Don and Shelly. I'm just happy being a friend to them. 
because I understand that their friendship is a wonderful thing and good things come out of it. And whenever that happens, I like to be around it. Are you that way for other people? Do you have those people in your life? Are you nurturing them to make sure that that friendship keeps going and you're doing the part that you can for others to get the most out of it as well? It's a very important thing. We forget. But the truth of the matter is, it's not that we forget. We just don't have it, do we? Not everybody's got friends like that. Not everyone's real close with someone like that because, well, because life gets in the way. We have had them. We've all had a true best friend before, but maybe we don't now. And maybe we just haven't come across that person in our life. Or maybe, maybe we haven't nurtured that relationship like we're supposed to. I learned a long time ago when I was down here in Charleston and I was working for the great John Kress, the coach, head coach for the College of Charleston men's basketball team. And I remember asking him one day, late, late, late at night on a bus. I asked him what's the most important thing when it comes to being successful. Whether it was basketball, life, whatever it was. He told me it's very easy. If you surround yourself with people that care, you'll do more than you ever could do individually. Don and Shelly are amazing talents. But they're able to do more because of their friendship. And the people around them are touched and affected by that, and they are part of that too. Where is that for you? Who are you that for? Not everybody gets it. Not everybody has it forever. But man, when you have it, you have to appreciate it. You have to cherish it. You have to take care of it. Thanks for stopping by the bar. We've picked up your tab. But if you'd like to leave the best bartenders you know a tip, head over to patreon.com forward slash local bar and support the show. Any support is greatly appreciated. If you'd like to drop us a line, send your emails to chad at localbarmedia.com. Thanks for coming in. See you next week. This podcast is part of a local bar media. For this and other shows, visit localbarmedia.com.